The following podcast has been made possible in cooperation with the Arlington Museum of Art, Radio Memories Network, and Liberated Syndication. Podcasting publishing made easy at Libsyn.com. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com. If you'd like to learn more about the Texas Radio Theater, please look for us on Facebook, iTunes, and at TexasRadioTheater.com. That's theater spelled with an R-E. You know, the classy way. It's now time for Radio Drama, where we perform on the stage of your mind. It's the realm of your imagination, where anything can happen, and usually does. Good evening. I'm Ken Rainey, your announcer, and welcome to this performance of the Texas Radio Theater. We produce new and classic audio plays in much the same way they were broadcast during the golden age of radio, with some minor concessions to modern technology. Tonight, we are presenting Rod Renegade in The Cruise to Die For. Our plays are produced in cooperation with the Arlington Museum of Art, challenging visitors to think creatively. In the fight against terror, there's one man who can make a difference. Service record. Lieutenant Rod Reed. Special Ops. Pilot. Demolition. Small Arms. Countless citations. Honorable discharge. Victim of friendly fire. That's all we can do for him. How bad is it? Deaf in one ear, a couple of broken bones. He'll never walk again. Oh, he's one of our best. We've got to do something. <sighs> Dr. Moore is working on a new procedure. Project Renegade? Yeah, a subdermal computer implant. You think he'll volunteer? The Texas Radio Theater presents Rod Renegade! We'll return to Rod Renegade after this. Since the beginning of time, man has been predicting the end of time. Even more prevalent than the question of when is the question of how. Will we go out in a blaze of glory? Will the Ice Age reclaim its land? Or will the depleted ozone deplete us? Experts may argue how, but they all agree that inevitably the world will end someday. Are you prepared? At Mutual Life of Armageddon Insurance, it's our mission to help you plan for whatever tomorrow holds and offer peace of mind even if the world itself falls to pieces. No other insurance company offers a policy like this. No other insurance company understands the personal and spiritual needs of you and your family at the end of time itself. Pat Jenkins, Mutual Life of Armageddon member. Uh, I was the member of Guru Jack's Church of the Divine Transcendental Eternal Spirit. Um, he predicted that the world would end three weeks ago. Tony Godeski, Mutual Life of Armageddon Insurance agent. I was as surprised as Pat was. We were on that hilltop, wearing our robes with our arms outstretched. Nothing happened. Nothing. We even waited an extra five minutes just to be sure. I was totally embarrassed. It was understandable. 
Guru Jack made an announcement saying he misread the entrails. Entrails? That was the third time we waited up on that mountain, twice in the rain. I just had to move on. We were very sad to see Pat leave. But when she made her new faith known to Mutual Life of Armageddon Insurance, I immediately transferred her account to a new representative. It was so easy, and my new agent even attends local prayer meetings. It's so comforting to find an insurance company that understands. We understand. At Mutual Life of Armageddon Insurance, we offer the protection, peace of mind, and service that you and your family need now, tomorrow, and even after the end of time. How can we be so sure? Simple. We've made every effort to include a representative of every religion, movement, country, and sports team on our staff of full-service agents. At Mutual Life of Armageddon Insurance, it's our rock-solid guarantee that someone will be there to help you when the end comes. Thank you, Mutual Life of Armageddon Insurance. And may the eternal light of guidance be with you and shine your way. <laughs> and with you and your way, Pat. Coverage may not be available in all states and may vary by state exclusions and limitations. Supply special self-service accounts offered to atheists, agnostics, and Unitarians. Call your local Mutual Life of Armageddon Insurance agent for more details. Mutual Life of Armageddon Insurance. Peace of mind coverage until the end of time. And then some. And now, Chapter 3 of Rod Renegade in the Cruise to Die For. We now find Rod Renegade face down on the flooding lifeboat deck, passed out from a parting kick in the face, courtesy of international terrorists Taipan and Hydra. Rod, wake up. Rod, wake up. Water is rushing into the lifeboat deck. What? Water. Taipan and Hydra have escaped in a lifeboat, and the door hasn't closed properly. Water is leaking in. <coughs> What's letting the water in? According to diagnostic systems, the loading ring is supposed to be pulled into the lifeboat. They somehow launched remotely. The ring needs to be pulled free. I'm on it. What's going on in here? Rod, it's First Mate Fletcher. He's the department's contact man. The loading ring is stuck in the hatch. Help me pull it in. How? Did someone leave in a lifeboat? They couldn't have without... But they just did. Just help me pull the ring. All right. Come on, Fletcher. We've got to look at the control panel. Fletcher? Rod, the first mate is unconscious. What? He must have hit his head on the loading ring. Rod, according to the plans, the lifeboats aren't supposed to deploy when the loading ring is in place. Sis, I hear something from the control panel. Accessing... Accessing the security network. Rod, there is something wrong with the lifeboat control system. I'm going to guess it shouldn't be making that sound. Rod, the sound you hear is the emergency evacuation countdown. For use in a last resort emergency. How soon? Less than one minute, Rod. Is there any way to stop them? Not that can be done in less than 60 seconds. If all those boats go at the same time, this deck will be swamped. That is correct. And at this speed, there could be major structural damage to the sub. Advise you attempt to pull the loading rings of the remaining 19 boats before the automatic deployment. But that will launch the boats. They will launch anyway. Good point. Then it's time to renegade! 
going for lucky number seven. Warning. You can't just randomly pull each one out. Which one next? Twelve. The boats must be released in a proper order. Number five is next. Number five. Hello, lifeboat deck. What's going on down there? Report! Number two. This will prevent damage to the sub. Number two. Number 15. It will also keep the submarine from rolling or going off course. Number 15. What's going on down there? Report! Oh, my head. The first mate is waking up. Number 11. Number 11. What the hell are you doing? You don't have time to explain, Rod. Number 6. Number 6. Stop it! You can't release all the lifeboats! Where's Agent Gesnowski? Number 13. Extra lucky number 13. He must have met Hydra. She was an imposter. There's no Agent Gosnowski in the department. Gotcha! Let go! I've got to finish pulling these loading rings! You're insane! These are lifeboats! You can't just pull the rings out! And if I don't, they'll all launch automatically. They don't work like that! They can't launch automatically! Sis, I need those other numbers. There is no more time, Rod. Let me go, Fletcher! I've got a job to do. I can't do that! What was that? I don't know. They all launched, but how? No time to explain. Help me pull the rest of these rings. Get the port side. I'll do the starboard. HQ knows about our situation. I've relayed the information to Dr. McCord through the laptop. We have no more lifeboats? Tell me about it. You're a madman. Do you realize what you've done? Hey, loosen your grip, buddy. I don't think he knows who you are, Rod. You don't know who I am, do you? I know enough to put you in the brig. You're a menace. The lights. Bridge, this is Fletcher. What's going on with the lights? CD, this is Fletcher. Come in. Engine room. Engine room. Fletcher here. Respond. This is Gordon. Go ahead. How's the power? I just saw the lights flicker. The board looks okay. Reactor stable. Pulsion 80%. Slight fluctuation in the command sail. Whatever happened was local. All right. To be on the safe side, I want you to slow our speed 30% and blow the manual ballast tanks. We're surfacing. What's going on, Fletcher? Where's Padilla? I can't raise the captain of the bridge. I just caught some maniac saboteur who launched all the lifeboats. Launched the... all of them? Don't know how he did it, but yes, they're all gone. I'll do what I can, Fletcher. See if you can raise the captain on your end. Will do. Engine room out. Listen, you're not gonna believe who I am. First, we need to see the captain. Come with me. You're the boss. today, the newest cruise vessel from Carousel Cruise Lines, the nuclear-powered Manatee, has experienced a, quote, minor problem. Officials at the Miami office refused to comment other than to say that all the passengers are safe and that everything is being done to bring the Manatee back to Miami as soon as possible. No word has been given as to why 26 of the ship's specially designed lifeboats were released empty but they are working with the Coast Guard to recover them. If you have loved ones traveling on the Manatee, Carousel Cruise Lines has released the following contact number. General Honeywell here. General, this is Rod. What's going on? We started to get a report from Dr. McCord, then we lost her. We're all fine. Was it Taipan? It was, but they escaped. The sub just broke the surface. That's how I'm calling you. I guess we just need to wait for the Coast Guard. From what I can see, the bridge has been damaged... Uh, we're trying to find out if the captain and some of the crew are okay. Hold on. What was that? <laughs>
We're good. The captain is okay. He was rescued with three other crew members from just under the sail. Rescued? We don't have any ships there yet. Are you sure? Um, I'd better go. What was that? Quick, shut the door! Now! Rod? I gotta go. No, over there! Quickly! Quick. We lost him, sir. Zero in on Sis's comlink while we still have it and get to them now. We have some ships in that area. Yes, sis. Are you all right? I am functioning properly. All power is out in our section. It's dark. It's cold. How about you and Rod? I need you to check on him. You need me to what? Rod is unconscious. I need you to find him. If you can make it to the cabin, there are some flashlights in the suitcase, as well as a first aid kit. Okay. Uh, Where were you before Rod was knocked out? He was on the upper deck. Outside the sub? I think so. I can't be sure. But I know we're not in the water right now. Uh, I note that Rod is breathing. It's slow, but he is breathing. So you're somewhere on board the sub? Affirmative. Try near the control room. It should be at the center of the sub. Okay, sis. I'll call you back when I find him. I look forward to it. You are being very foolish, Captain. Yeah. What are you, some kind of pirate? (laughs) No, Captain. I have been called many things, but I prefer Taipan. Have you heard the name? No. What do you want? Direct. I like that. Did did you have something to do with a lifeboat malfunction? Silence! (laughs) I'm not here to answer your questions, Captain. You and your men were rescued for one purpose. Bring one in here. Yes, Master Taipan. Move! What's going on, Captain? They, they sank the manatee. They sank her. Now, Captain, this taser is set on level three. Yep, so? Aren't you curious what the other settings might do? No? <laughs> is he tied down, Hydra? Yes, Master Taipan. Good. Let's see what setting five does on your fellow crew member. Why? I was curious. Surely you were curious, weren't you? Just a little bit. He's still breathing. Now that won't do. Perhaps setting seven. What What do you want? The codes, Captain. Your ship was sunk so that I could have access to it at my leisure. I would like the codes needed to gain access to the engineering section of the manatee. And then I suppose I'm free to go. Dead. I wonder how seven would affect a stronger man. Bring in the next crewman. Of course. What's going on, Captain? What happened to Rogers? Tie him down. I don't know the codes. I can't tell you. Liar! Now would you like to see how fast setting ten works? Ready, Master Taipan. Yes, setting ten is most effective, wouldn't you say, my captain? So would you like me to kill the next man we rescued, slowly or quickly? I don't want you to kill anyone. But you do, captain. You keep asking me. 
Bring in the next man. Captain, what do they want? Ready, Master. On your order, Captain. No? The codes, then? Not talking. Listen. Have you ever heard what the end of this device sounds like? This is the last thing they hear. Personally, it makes the hairs on my neck stand up. Ah, but I'm not as strong as you, huh? It won't work. No, you're right. <laughs> what a waste. You could have saved their lives, Captain. All of them. Why? Why not? This is not personal, Captain. In fact, I applaud you. But I'm afraid that you will not stop me. I was only giving you a chance to save some lives. You chose not to. You, not me. The simple fact is I don't need you. I just wanted to find out if you were a man who's stuck to what he believes in. Even if he has to step over dead bodies to do it. I'm not a murderer. You're like me. We both simply do what we believe is right. And I salute you for it. I'm nothing like you. Of course not. Hydra, unfortunately our guest does not know the codes we need. Ask Scorpion to go down and set the charges on the manatee. The captain says the surviving passengers on his boat must die. Explosive charges? No! Very well, Master Taipan. Don't do it! Please! I have had enough from you! Uh, no. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the codes. But, Captain, don't give in now. What's a, what's a few hundred people's lives? I'll give you the codes. I'll give them to you. Just... Don't kill the passengers. Very well. Wait a moment, Hydra. I believe the captain's memory has returned. Yes, Master Taipan. Miss, where are you going? I'm trying to find the control room. You're Delilah McCord, aren't you? Cabin 313? Yes. You should be in one of the lounges with the other guests. Why are you looking for the control room? My friend Rod is supposed to be there. Well, you're going the wrong way. That way leads to the engine compartment, and it's been sealed since we left Miami. The control room is back this way. <coughs> Thank you. Are you okay? Don't you feel it? The air is getting bad. We've been down here too long. Even if they could get to us, there's no guarantee. There's... Let's find your friend. Thank you. How far down do you think we are? Not far. One hundred feet or so. Lucky break. How is that lucky? We're supposed to travel over the Puerto Rico Trench, the deepest part of the Atlantic. If the manatee fell down there, all five miles of it, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Five miles down? Over 26,000 feet. Forty times the manatee's test depth. Not a good place to be. But we can be rescued, right? Can't we? Let's find your friend. All right. Wait, did you see a light? Outside? Yeah, outside that window. Stay here. Yes, there's a diver. No, two. It looks like they're heading to the engine section. Why back there? It depends why we've stopped. There may be a serious problem with the reactor. The control room isn't far. Come with me. At least they know where we are. Yes. Well, it's just a matter of time now. Ah, oh, here's the control room. Should the door be locked? 
Not usually. What's wrong? That knock doesn't sound right. Did you say your friend's in there? I don't know if he is or isn't. Let's hope not. That compartment is full of water. Can the submarine be saved? Where is Rod? Who are the divers and where are they headed? Find out next time in part four and the conclusion of Rod Renegade, the cruise to die for. You've been listening to part three of Rod Renegade and the cruise to die for. Recorded in studio, June 2010. It was written by Richard Froelich and Bruce Humphreys. Directed, recorded, and mixed by Richard Froelich. Featuring the voice talents of A.J. Glendening, Rebecca Jordan, Joe Porter, Susan McMath-Platt, Reg Platt, Ken Rainey, Donna Safran, and Kelly Scott. Additional voices recorded during a previous production, Lee Dunkelberg, Mary McElroy, and Jared Mitchell. This audio play was produced by Shannon Froelich and the Texas Radio Theater Company in cooperation with the Arlington Museum of Art. For more information about our group and other productions, including live performances, please log on to texasradiotheater.com. That's theater spelled with an R-E. Or look for us on iTunes, Facebook, or simply Google Texas Radio Theater. Thanks for listening, and watch more radio. In a world where your eyes are in your ear and imagination rules, you'll find the Texas Radio Theater. Watch more radio.